Uh, hey guys, uh, welcome to Avocado Podcast. If you're new to this channel, I'm very happy that you came from my last video. I had an interview with Vika. Why am I talking so fast? Where am I going? I'm not in a rush. I'm just chilling. I think it's the video. Video is something that I worry about because I'm looking at myself and I'm like, am I looking good? Am I, what, what, how does this look? What about this angle? And how is the light falling on me? There are many factors that I have to worry when I record a video, but since I figured out how to do it, I feel like I got to step my game up and this is what I'm doing. I'm stepping my game up. I'm doing the video thing. But if you're enjoying the audio version, let me know and perhaps I would do an uh, an audio in the morning and a video in the evening. This is how we're going to roll. Just content provider all day. That's what I'm doing. Oh, by the way, if you don't know what I, what I am, I am a person and a half person, half cat. I stay at home most of the time and I teach online because there's COVID situation in the world. I teach English and this is why we're talking in English. I hope you're feeling great because I I'm feeling great. That's the only reason I want you to feel great. If I'm not feeling great, I don't want you to feel great either. Because that's what I figured out. I was like, when I was scared about the whole COVID situation and people called, some friends called me like, you paranoid motherfucker, what are you talking about? Nothing, everything's going to be okay. And everybody looked at me like, you are fucking crazy. And I was like, hey, I'm just, war I'm just, you know, being careful. What if something's going to go bad? I will be ready for it. But everybody's like, you're fucking crazy. And um, as a result, nothing happened. And so I was a little bit over reactionary but one friend was also panicking and uh, i when he was panicking i was like oh thank god i'm not the only one i'm not crazy but i don't remember what i was going with it oh yeah that if i feel like this then you should feel like this so when two people feel the same way you feel connected you're not alone and that's what it's all about just not feeling alone stuck in our houses and and shit um i wanted to talk a little bit about the interview that I had with Vika because you if you saw it if you haven't watched it go check it out again leave a like and uh, if you have uh, tell me what you think and here's what happened behind the scenes I'm gonna give you behind the scenes tour um, so we had you saw about 35 minutes of conversation and in reality it was two hours of conversation and um, Vic actually was easy I think to interview because she did most of the work I was like um, just asking questions as all interviewers should do but I didn't lead the talk as I should have probably um, in the direction that I wanted I just had a plan of uh, questions that I want to ask in a certain order and that's it that's that's about all i want to do and um what was easy is that she, when you would ask her a question she would just uh go on and on about it until she lost her breath um and then she would need to take a sip of water and chill a little bit but you know 
that's an interview that's how you should do it would be much harder if she was like one of the younger students that sometimes you get when you have a lesson with them it's like it's hard to get anything out of them like you ask them how how was your weekend and they say uh fucking nothing nothing happened on the weekend you know like seriously you just disappeared from the universe just from the existence and then you reappeared on monday and then you're telling me that nothing happened how nothing can happen so that's another ability that i'm trying to um generate in people um i'm try besides giving them the skill of the language i want them to be able to tell a story because storytelling is important if you tell a story um in a good manner in a good fashion then people will listen to you and they'll be like hey this motherfucker knows how to tell a story that's what comedians do that's what the people who are working in show business are doing and uh, the skill the storytelling is crucial for everybody i think it, despite the area of work that you do you got to be able to tell a story because stories are cool that's how we've evolved we've been telling stories to each other and vika was great at telling the story of her life and how she came up with uh, all the stuff uh, and uh, created her projects so it was cool to listen to her and uh, to share it with you guys um, you got to listen to only a portion of it there's a lot more um, the other problem that I faced because I thought I'm just gonna record an interview and then I'm just gonna post it online and everything's gonna be fine but since I don't have any assistants or editors or moderators of this thing. I'm doing it all by myself and it's a little bit of a hassle. Do you know this word? A hassle. An irritating inconvenience. That's what it is. An irritating inconvenience. Um, yeah, the reason why it is an irritating inconvenience is because I didn't know how much work would get into editing. Editing was, it took me maybe three or five days to edit it, and I was working full time on this thing. It's not like I was just working for half an hour a day. It, it took a long time because, um, first two hours I spent just syncing, synchronizing the audio with the video, and because I had audio, um, you know the the audio would start from one moment of our conversation and the video would start from another it was quite hard to find where the mouth was moving because there are no gestures there are no, nothing that i can identify the moment where the sound came in so i would just try to find like what is she like i was trying to read lips like i was deaf and um yeah and so i would just try to find uh, this moment and sync it with audio. Um, and it took me a long time to just like, where the fuck is this place where it all syncs up? And once I finally got the full synchronization, it was like, if you cut one part, then you need to worry about the other part that can start from another, you know, moment. And then you need to cut that out, cut that part out, and then, 
it's just you know there's a lot of little little details that i didn't foresee coming but i faced them and i was like shit that's a lot of work that's a full-time job it's not something that i can do just like on a whim like hey let's go let's do this interview i mean i want to do it like this but i just didn't know how much work would get into it and uh, i think i was a crappy interviewer because i didn't really lead the conversation i just sort of waited for the natural sort of um story to die down and then i would start a new one uh, when i look at other people who are doing the interviews i always try to to look at the things that like where do they how do they interrupt each other or how do they you know put another another layer of theme into the story but uh I, it's it's easy to see how people do it and most people i look like they do it naturally for me it was very unnatural like to try to interrupt uh, somebody to to try to interrupt her and uh say hey let's go a different direction because I'm a pretty polite, maybe too polite of a person and I try to avoid confrontation because I think it's a waste of time and it takes too much energy. And uh, But it's a good skill if you are a disagreeable person, I think you would um, you would have a better control of the conversation. So all that I decided, I decided to just go full on out, like let full story play out and then I would just cut it when when I feel like it but again yeah the editing part was the hardest because of my inability to control the conversation in the way I would like to have it controlled because I worry about things like if I what if I do this then it's sort of it will create a little bit of a conflict in there and then the person would get closed up and then they wouldn't want to talk to me so and yeah, the the reason why I had so much to edit was due to this, and I edited it all out. So there are two hours of of conversation that were cut into thirty five, about approximately thirty five minutes. And yeah, that's 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 what you got. I hope you, if you haven't, again go check it out. And if you have, hope you enjoyed it. I want to do more interviews. I want to get better at it. At it. So what people have been doing since the beginning of time, they have been, uh, aside from surviving, they've been trying to express themselves. And I've been wondering what expressing yourself, what's the evolutionary reason for need to express yourself, if we can call it a need, because I don't think that there are, that there is such need, because it's not really basic, you don't really need it to survive. It feels like if you if uh, if something gets gets in the way of survival, that's already um, twisted in evolutionary terms. Um, but it seems that it seems like people have this need to express themselves, and they have different mediums of expression. So um, the music and the the paintings and the sculpture and, uh, and the films and books and literature and so on. You know, there are so many means of expression and all of that exists on the spectrum of, you know, time and culture and, uh, you know, preferences of 
people and uh, it evolves slowly and so now we have this sort of uh, thing that you can express yourself with you can just record yourself and share your thoughts with somebody and then post it online and let others uh, critique it or listen to it which is why i have this background behind me the books the bookish background i i i wanted to point out how a written word is different from a spoken word and how a one medium is different from the other yeah so looking at me may be different from listening to me but even if but if you're you know looking at my writing that's completely different thing and i remember this incident that i had with one of my friends that i'm not really friends with anymore and this is the part of the story so um let's say so i had a friend who was a girl and let's say her name is fernanda and uh, me and fernanda we had known each other for a long time and we weren't really close uh, and then there was one point in life where we sort of hung out together and we got closer and closer and we became close friends uh, essentially and uh, i have this thing and i i used to have a thing and i and I, I think i still think i have it it's like this sort of possessive i'm i'm trying to fight it it's this possessive mindset and the jealous mindset it's, i'm i'm a little bit of a dog in that sense so when a person is not showing any initiative and I'm the person who is all who is doing all the work and like trying to engage, um, I feel like I'm being too needy and it pisses me off. And so I start uh, talking about it and I start bringing it up and I confront this situation that perhaps doesn't exist besides my point of view. And so with Fernanda, I felt like this too, that I would always write to her or I would uh, message her and uh, ask her out and things like that. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, I sort of let go of it, but then she would, when she would write, she would just ask how I was doing or, you know, our conversation would go nowhere besides that. And it would piss me off, and it would piss me off more when she moved to another city and uh, didn't tell me, and uh, so this whole thing happened like out of the blue for me. And uh, in the text when we were messaging uh, through a social media, and I wrote something like, uh, "Well, you kind of don't give a fuck about our." sort of interaction in our relationship and uh, all I can expect from you is hi, hello, bye-bye and fuck off. So she took this last part, fuck off, as uh, my uh, addition to this text. So it's like I was telling her to fuck off. But in fact, I was saying that uh, she was doing it to me from my perspective. And uh, yeah, and so she got upset over this over this thing uh, that i said and kind of you know actually fucked off and disappeared from my life and at that moment i realized that uh first of all i have a problem that i have this sort of needy bitchy um personality that i impose on people 
and uh, that doesn't align with my with the life that I want to live. Uh, it's just uh, it's there's something bad about feeling desperate and about demanding something from another person that they don't want to that they don't want to share with you. And uh, if you if you force them into the situation, so they kind of repulse and uh, you know leave you without getting what you want leave you frustrated so um this situation always leads to a bitter end this is what i'm saying this sort of mindset and this sort of personality that's what i've learned from that situation and uh, what happened with uh, my view on the mediums and how they are perceived so because it was uh, via text, because we didn't talk on the phone, because it wasn't in person, that's how it was perceived. And I realized that if it was in person, she would have known the difference between me telling her to fuck off and me telling about the fact that I feel like she is telling me that I need to fuck off. It's a little bit complex explanation, but I thought I hope you're following me. Um, and that's another thing about comments, yes? So people comment and it's written in text, uh, like a letter by letter. And when we read information, it seems to be more important than when you say it. Because when a person talks, you can hear the voice and you can hear emotions in their voice. And you can see sort of the emotions on the face um, if they're not sociopath. And uh, you, you can tell some things that are behind the words yeah it's not just words there there's intent there's many different factors that play in to those how you perceive information and when it's text it's literal words so you you have to deal with the reality of this subjective sort of symbols you can't argue with yeah so only if a person makes some grammatical mistake that you can sort of dust it off that this person could be uneducated or something like that but if it's a well written and uh, well put sentence and it kind of stings um, you have to address it without having that information of how the person feel felt at the moment or how they would do it if they saw you in person. Do you know what I mean? That's my meditation on uh, the format that I should be doing this in. I'm gonna I'm, I'm try this, I'm gonna try this with video um, this time. But you know, you're, you're the judge here. I don't, I don't really know. Like it seems unnatural, but I'm doing it for the first time and I worry about so much and Probably you can tell it in my voice. Um, but really, it's just another day in the office um, that I should be treating it fairly because it's not a big deal. There are five people of us watching this, including myself. Um, anyway, um, thanks, guys, for listening and watching this time uh, for this avocado episode. We have a video and... Uh, We'll see how it goes. Perhaps the next one we'll have it too. Um, yeah, I appreciate you as always. Thank you for everything, for the support. And uh, I hope you're doing well.
and I wish you all the best. All right.